Welcome to the Mr. Vincent Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Vincent, and the NBA Finals will be underway in a little bit less than two hours, so it's only right that this podcast focuses on it. And what better way to get ready for it than to listen to this podcast? Now, I do apologize. This podcast was supposed to be out earlier this morning, but due to a long editing process, some unfortunate circumstances that I couldn't control, um, I had to put it out right now. Um, but I can let you know that I did um, talk to the homie Shells last night. Um, we uh, Good times with this podcast. A lot of laughs. <laughs> um, we just talked about um, our expectations for these finals. Who's going to win? Um, Kawhi's dominance. KD and his absence. Um, all that good stuff is in this podcast. Um, there are no uh, announcements to get into. Um, so we can get into it right now. It's the Mr. Vincent Podcast. Episode 17. NBA Finals Edition. Enjoy. Honestly, what was your yes, yes, um, seasons early season prediction for the finals? Like who were playing the finals? Toronto and Golden State. No, nah, not nah, for real. Don't lie. I swear to God. Oh, nah. that was my final pick. You could look in the group. That was my final pick. As soon as they got Kawhi, I said, Toronto's the best team in the East. They're going to the finals. And I remember those mad dudes saying, Toronto's not a threat. Kyle Lowry doesn't show up in the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. I, re- I legit had Golden State in Toronto. That's crazy. Now, funny, because I – like, on a lot, like, after the, when I beat the Bucks, whatever, and I was telling Jelani, he's like, dog, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I said, I my preseason pick, Raptors versus Warriors. He's like, yeah, all right. And then I found the old tweet that I retweeted. I'm like, see? I was dying there. Yeah, I had, I had Warriors in six. But, yeah, you were, yeah, you were right, though. You kept, you kept faith. I, I had the Bucks win, and I was wrong. I, I can admit that. <laughs> Yeah, even when they was down all two, I was like, I think they're gonna tie it up with home point advantage and then take it from there. Yeah, that was crazy, yo. Honestly, Kawhi is this might be one of the best runs, probably the second best run this decade from an individual player. I saw LeBron was it like last year, maybe? What do you, you think, think last year? You think LeBron's last year run was better than this? Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the fact that his team wasn't really good, didn't have a, a strong supporting cast, got him with him to the finals. You know what I'm saying? And the numbers are crazy too at the same time. Yeah, but I think I think LeBron's best run, in my opinion, was uh, pretty sure it was the the year I'm thinking about. I think is the year when they beat OKC. That was his first chip, right? Yeah, yep. I think that was his best playoff run. I, I get his first one and second one confused sometimes. I'm pretty sure it was the first the first one. I'm boy, well, he has three chips, but his first one with Miami. I'm pretty sure that's the one year I'm thinking about. I think that was his best run because he was he had crazy numbers, but also he was he was dominant on both sides of the ball. That was like because that's the other thing okay. too. Like LeBron has had other crazy runs, but not crazy runs on the defensive side, only offensively. That's why Kawhi's run to me is so crazy because he's been locking up the whole playoffs, but it's like they're down 0-2. You throw Kawhi on Giannis, and the whole series they went is is like a complete difference, and they win four straight. And he's still putting up thirty, like that's crazy, crazy efficient yeah. too. On like, what's it doing? Like 50 percent right now in the field, yeah, the postseason, like thirty one and like almost nine rebounds a game for the whole postseason. Yo, have we ever seen a player come in the league that? Initially is a defensive player, and they this must have proven on the offensive off, off side of the ball ever. I don't think we've ever seen it before. Um, 
to be this good of offense? The only person I can think of that wasn't that great offensively similar to this was Anthony Davis, but he, like, it only took him one year, though. Like, literally his second year, his, like, he, like, he, he didn't take as long to progress offensively as Kawhi did. But his rookie yeah. year, Anthony Davis was more of, like, an athletic, big defense, run the floor and stuff. He had skills, but, like, once he added that jumper after his rookie season, everything changed for him. Yeah. You see, you know, like, I, I would think that like, he would be like a Bruce Brown special type player, like specialty player. Now he's just looking like 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 looking like Kobe. Yeah, I, like I, I honestly like I, I'll be the first to say I didn't see this type of progression from him. I like I always thought Paul George <laughs> was better than him. And then I would say the year, the last year he actually played with San Antonio. The year when he actually got hurt, when they when they were up twenty against Golden State, that year was the first oh, yeah. year when I'm like, you know what, like this dude is a top five player because that year he was killing. <laughs> like it was just like it, I could just see. It. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's on, he's on, he's on a whole nother wave. Like he, like this dude was locking up. Yo. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I can hear you there. Went out for okay. You, you were saying he was locking up. Oh, yeah, we're talking about the, his last player from before yeah, he got that, hurt. That, that was the year when I was like, okay, he he's like a top five player. That's what I felt. That was the first year when I really felt like, yeah, this, he's better than Paul George. Like, he's, he's, on some other, he's on a whole other level now. Yeah, man, it's crazy that we all forget about that because, like, about like, like two years ago, because he had the injury last year. And then a lot of people just forgot how good he was, and he had to remind people this season. I didn't forget. I, as soon as the Raptors got him, I said they got the best player in the East. I told I told you that off the rip, and you was like, uh, maybe. And then you, then you was on the Giannis wave. And you was like, nah, Giannis is better. I was like, I don't know. It's neck and neck. No, no, but honestly, though, even though Kawhi, you know, no, I'm not taking nothing away from me. Did a great job on Giannis, but it really was a team effort at, at the end of the day. But he was a primary defender and. It really worked, and I, I didn't. I didn't know that Fred that Van Fleet would come alive like that. So he had like fourteen of his last seventeen threes. But you have to realize, Danny Green had two back-to-back zero-point games, and they still won. And they still <laughs> won the series. Like Danny Green literally gave them nothing the whole series. Nothing. Missed every single exactly. shot except defense. He was good defensively, but like that's one thing you can count on. But he was missing everything. Mark Gasol only played good two games. Like the other the other games, he didn't play well. So it was kind of like, and it's Siakam didn't really play well that series either. So outside of like Van Fleet getting hot, he didn't like. It wasn't like the whole team played played well and they won. It, they played. They all played well defensively. The only person who played well offensively throughout the whole series was Kyle Lowry outside of Kawhi. Like Lowry was the only one who was pretty consistent <laughs> offensively. And then once Van Fleet, like all they needed was one person to start hitting shots because there was once they started doubling quiet, he would kick it out. 
and no one was hitting the shots. That's why they were losing. Yeah, like, like, I, I, like I told you before the series started, I said the reason why I gave the, the, um, the Bucks the edge because after what I seen last series, I'm like, duh, they really rely a lot on Kawhi and offense. Nope. Like, he single-handedly willed them to that win in seven games against the uh, Sixers. Like, I thought I just, everybody was standing around doing nothing. He put the team on his back. I'm like, I don't think they're going to work against the Bucks. And then, like, Kyrie Lowry actually showed up. I didn't think he played that good in the series. He came to yeah, play. He was balling. This is the best playoff run he's ever had in his whole career. Oh, not yeah, even like, close. Because he met, like, he'll, he might play good the first round, maybe even the second round. But, like, to be consistent throughout, like, obviously he's had bad games, but a lot of people have bad games within the series. But overall, he's been good. Yeah. But now, will, will, will this transition to the finals? Will Van Fleet hit the clutch shots? Will Norman Powell continue to play well? Will Lowry still play well? Uh, we got to see that. Now, ask a question. If, if you're um, Nick Nurse, who do you start Kawhi on? Um, well, after seeing how that last series went, I, I don't think you can, yeah. like, I don't think you can wait to see, like, if you can save Kawhi or not, no matter what, he's going to have to guard Clay at the minimum. But me personally, I put him, I would put him on Curry just to set the tone and then put Lowry on Clay. And then um, Danny Green will have to guard. Um, or actually, no, you put Lowry on Iguodala and then let um, Danny Green guard Clay. Because, like, the thing, like, the mm. mismatch of Lowry on Iguodala is not really a mismatch because. Like Golden State still like they don't utilize Eagle Dollar's mismatch. Like they don't like, oh well, Eagle Dollar has a small person on him, so they're gonna post him up. Like they they don't they don't allow him to take advantage of mismatches. Like if it's Sean Livingston, mm-hmm. they will, but not with Iggy. So if I was him, I'd put Lowry on Iggy and let Kawhi start off on Clay. I'm mean, start off on Curry to set that tone because I mean if Delhi can give Curry some issues. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what Kawhi is gonna do. But you don't think it's too much to ask ask of the of their best player to run around the court chasing stuff. I Curry? thought it was too much to ask. And what's next? Look what happened. And he was hurt. Yeah, but Giannis doesn't move. Yeah, but Giannis don't move around the the moving up the basketball. That's like that. true. That is true. But and you don't have to put him on on Curry the entire game. But I would start him on Curry. Because the thing is that Golden State, well, first of all, they're a second-half team. So it's like I would start him on Curry just because, like, you don't want Curry to get in rhythm at all. So if you keep – if you don't wait until he gets hot and then throw Kawhi on him to cool him down, like, I feel like you st- you keep Kawhi on him from the beginning. And then if you want to give him, like, a little bit of break in the second half – in the second quarter, that's fine. But then that third, especially that third quarter, in the the beginning of the third and the beginning of the fourth, you have to have quiet on them because those are the quarters that go to states always goes in their runs, especially Curry. Like the beginning of the third, of the game, oh, yeah. he'll just he just like starts getting real aggressive. So you keep him out of rhythm, keep him a little discouraged, bump him and stuff. I think that that'll be a good start. But they're also going to switch a lot too, so it's not like if you put quite on Curry that he's going to literally be on him full time. Like, they're still going to switch. They've been switching all all year. Even in the Milwaukee series, they switched. The only, only time they didn't switch was, like, with Gasol on certain pick and rolls early in the shot clock, they didn't switch. But, like, late in the shot clock, they still switch. 
Yeah, speaking of Gasol, this might be a series where he's kept off the court. I'm thinking about it now. He might, he might be left off the court in the series. He might have to play a Barker a lot more at five. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, Golden State does play Looney, and they play they play Looney a lot, and they also play um, Bogut a few minutes. But Lugie, Looney tends to log a lot of minutes, so I think when he's out there, you can keep Gasol on the floor. And then when they do the small lineup with Draymond at the five, then you let let Ibaka. Uh, Honestly, if they really wanted to, they could go – like with Draymond, they could go small with fucking Siaka if they really wanted to. Because – Me, me, me Siaka. Yeah, like I, if they – if like if Serge is not playing good and Golden State goes small, they actually could go small with Siakam because – I don't think that they'll really do that, but if they can, like – because like the problem is that Right now, they've been in. The, they've been closing games with Van Fleet, Lowry, Kawhi, and then Siakam and Ibaka or Siakam and Gasol. But if Danny Green actually starts hitting shots, then you might want to have him on the floor. So then, oh, so yeah. then you would t- like then you can take off, out Ibaka and move Siakam to the five and just let Kawhi play the four. Because I mean, they're all small. Like both teams are going to be small anyway, so it's not going to matter. That like that's the only problem when mm. KD's there, but since KD's not there, it's like uh, the third or fourth person is Iggy and Livingston, not KD. So like it's not as big of an issue like for like on the glass and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that advantage they would they definitely won't have that advantage in this series like they did against Portland because Toronto's a very very good rebounding team. They got a lot of size down there too. Yeah, and, and all rebound like Lowry rebounds. Danny Green rebounds, then they're like they gain rebound and they all box out too. I noticed that in the Milwaukee series. Cause I think Milwaukee was like the best offensive rebounding team in the league or something, or like top five or something. Yeah, they were. And they they weren't giving them second chance points. Well, at least not after the yeah. first two games. The first the first two games, they were kind of getting killed in the glass. Letting Brooklyn. Yeah, definitely definitely change that that, that um move. Yeah, but how are they gonna go the pick a roll though? That- Talking about Dr- Draymond and Steph. How can the Raptors counter that? I mean, the way they were guarding against Milwaukee was switching it, but I, I don't think that I, – I mean, I'm assuming that they're going to just switch, at least in the beginning. But, I mean, with Marcus Hall out there, I don't know if you can really do that. But the thing is that, again, there's no KD, and we've seen teams like Cleveland be successful by just trapping Curry. The only reason why it didn't work last series is because Portland – Overall, they like their whole team aren't good defenders. Like, they're, like their three and their fours defend well, but that's it. Like, Cantor plays hard, but he's not a good defender. And Lillard and CJ both don't defend well, and they're, they're both don't have length. So it's like they trap Curry and then they give it to Draymond. And then the thing that Portland didn't do well is that they just let Draymond just fucking put his head down and and get layups. Like, it's, yeah. like they either let him put his head down and get layups, or they. Or once he started hitting shots, then he started getting confident. Like, Draymond, you can't give him layups. You can't give him uncontested layups. Like, you just have to, like, let him shoot threes or rotate to him late so when he goes for layups, like, at least you're contesting it. But you can't, like, you can't rotate to him early because then he just kicks it to the corner shooting they shoot threes. But, I mean, like, if I'm Toronto, I'm going to go back to the tapes of when Cleveland beat them and do exactly what they – at least try exactly what they did. Trap the pick and roll and literally leave Draymond Green. And once he gets into the paint, then just contest his layups and that's it because he's not really a good finisher.
All right, so we will resume this conversation momentarily, but first, let's hear a word from our sponsor, from the good folks over at Anchor. All right, now let's resume this NBA Finals talk. Sounds like a, a sound yeah, strategy. I mean, I'm looking at it like, like why, why does Draymond look like he's five years younger out there? I, I thought his body was breaking down. He was deteriorating on the decline a little bit, but he's been playing really – that Portland series might be his best series I've ever seen him play. Yeah, because you got to look they're, – they're trapping with guards that don't really play defense. And remember, Portland doesn't really have rim protection either. So he's going to the bucket like you got Cantor. Zach Collins is a decent, re, I guess, decent rim protector. Alpha Root got length and Harkless got some length. But like they don't have the rim protection that Toronto has. Toronto actually has rim protection with Abaka and Marcus Gasol. And Marcus Gasol is good at contesting shots without fouling the same way that Draymond is. Because they're not athletic, but they still protect the rim without fouling by just jumping straight up and being in good position. So. Mm. Like, this is going to be different than the Portland series. Like, Tor- Toronto really plays defense from one through five. Like, yeah, literally, they don't have yeah, – what you say? That's crazy. They got two former defensive player of the years on the starting five. That's wild. They don't have a weak defender in their, in their eight-man rotation. They literally don't have a single weak defender, not one. The worst defender they have is probably Van Fleet, but not because he doesn't play defense. It's because he's small. Yeah. Outside of that, literally, they're one through eight, like their top rotation, all play defense. And that doesn't even include OG. When if they have OG, that's a that's nine. <laughs> mm, Let's <laughs> talk about him possibly coming back in the series. I mean, he was point. supposed to come back in the series, so I, I don't know. What was the injury again? What he had, had like a, like a something, <laughs> yeah. Something like some weird, like surgery. It had like an internal surgery. All right, all right. So let's go to the Warriors, right? Now, let's just say Kevin Durant, he doesn't come back on the series, which I, I don't think he's coming back. And uh, the Warriors win. How will you look at Kevin? Would that make you, do you think that make Katie look a lot worse? Yeah, I mean, to me, or would it be I think it look? looks bad if they win without him. I think it looks really bad if they win. Mm. Like, his rings to me, already don't mean anything because I like I expected him to play the way that he played. Like I don't know why people were like, oh he's the best player. He's killing all it's like he's been killing since he's been in the league pretty much. So like when he played, I expected him to play that way with the team that he had around him. Like it's not surprise it didn't surprise me that KD was averaging like 30 something points in the finals. Like that didn't surprise me. Even the run that he was doing this year in the playoffs before he got hurt, like I'm not saying it's not impressive, but I'm just saying I'm, it didn't surprise me from him on that team. If he did that when he was on OKC, then I'd be like, all right, that's, that's crazy. But, like, he, he can't even get double teamed. Like, a person that's one of the top five, ten offensive players ever literally can't get double teamed because he's surrounded by the two best shooters ever. Like, so how is that going to surprise me that he goes for 30 when he can't even get double? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> now that's real talk and people forget like people act like he did an average 30 when they lost against the heat in back in yeah. 2011 it was a really quiet 30 but 39 yeah, it was like his percentage was down a percentage was still good but i think it was like lower for him because lebron was lebron I think it was, that I think series i think it was at i think it was at 50 percent oh really 
Oh, damn, that close to it. I thought yeah. he shot like 45%, which is still good, but for KD, that's considered. I guess. Sure. Uh, I, I can always look it up. Yeah, he was definitely killing, though. It wasn't like, it wasn't, even though they lost 4 1, it wasn't like he got stopped or something. <laughs> like, I've rarely seen KD yeah. get stopped. Even series when people complain and say he didn't play well, he'll average like 27, 28 and still shoot like 45% from the field. So, like, yeah, on that team, it didn't surprise me. He can't get double. And the fact that they have a ton of unselfish people that will just let him keep scoring, like, and don't feel like, don't feel any kind of way about it, it didn't surprise me. <laughs> he, like, killed like this. This is kind of what I expected. I don't think any player can go to Golden State and do what KD's doing, but a person like KD did not surprise me. But there, I think there are a few guys that, if they go there, like, they can do, like, get in one on, like, Top tier scores getting one on one coverage like that, like like what do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> That's crazy, yo. So, do you think he's gonna come back? I don't think he's gonna come back because I think too many people like me <laughs> are saying that his rings don't mean nothing. No, 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 not 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 in the Austin talk about the, for the series. You think he'll come back the series? Oh, the series. Um, yeah. I think I think that if he's smart, he won't. Just because, like, he doesn't need to risk any more injury. But I think at the same time, for his legacy, it's better if he does. Because even if he comes and doesn't play, like, even if he comes and, like, say he's rusty, right? So, like, a rusty KD is like, okay, like he's going to score 25 points instead, like. <laughs> like, you know I mean, like a uh, rusty KD might come out and, and like only average like 25 and you know what I mean? Like shoot like 44% or some shit from the field. But at least if he's yeah. back scoring 25, people can't really say like, oh, they didn't need him because he's still putting up numbers. They can't really say like, oh, they won without him. Like, I, I feel like that's part of the reason what, what that might like make him think about coming back. Like, it's like, well, if I at least play a couple games, people can't say that they won without me. So I don't got to deal with that. Because it will look really bad if they win without him. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, man. Listen, I'm going to tell you, yo, I, I put my calf muscle, what, like, three, three weeks ago now? That pain is real. So, I mean, but at the same time, he got all the medical staff and all the, like, access to the, you know what I'm saying, to, to recovery and stuff. But I don't know, man. That hurts. Wait, why does it say finish recording? I have no idea, but it's still recording, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I yes. What's going on? I'm gonna keep it going. Fuck, fuck. I wasn't sure if it, <laughs> but yeah, not. Nah, um, I mean, I mean, I honestly, I don't want him to come back because I want to see a good series, and I, I want to yes. see them play with. The, I want to see them without him. I want Toronto to win, but like. I was saying, like, I'm a Toronto fan. I just like Kawhi, so I, that's why I want them to win. But if it's not like if Golden State wins, I'll care. But it's just kind of like I just feel like the series would be better without him there. Like as a basketball fan. Because I just don't see yeah. Toronto, I don't see Toronto beating them with KD. I just don't. And if they did, that's like, listen, if they did that shit, Kawhi, I'll, get, I'll say he's the best player in the league easy if they did that. <laughs> Not real talk. If he did that, you, I, I think you, I think you have to give him like that title. Yeah, I, I, if he, he did that, because that'd be crazy. 
Because you know, if they did that, he probably had to average at least thirty three points for the series. Yeah. Mm, like what? Like seven, eight rebounds. That'd, that'd be crazy. Was that? All right. So you probably was probably said the same sentiment with me that it's pretty important that Boogie, that Boogie comes back. Is he really needed in the series? Um, if he comes back, this series. I mean, it would be, I guess, a good one, like, because, like, between, like, Cantor from the last series and Gasol this series, like, you can't really get much, like, slower bully ball bigs than that. So having him on the floor with them, I think, won't hurt Golden State as much. But honestly, I think he should just rest up and try to get paid this summer. <laughs> yeah, good luck trying. I can't see a team offering him no more than like two years, or maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's gonna get a good contract, but I think it'll be even worse if he comes back and plays like shit. <laughs> <laughs> because he actually was playing pretty decent before he got hurt, but um, like he looked better. <laughs> so it's like just kind of leave that that last like set of play in their minds and just kind of go from there. Yeah, that's real. All right, man. So I got I gotta get, get you on this I gotta put you on the spot. What's your prediction for the oh, series? Man, I'ma say Ah <laughs> uh, damn, I feel like Paul Pierce. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'ma say I'ma say golden I'ma say golden state. But I, I think it might go seven though. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like I told you earlier, I was kind of leaning towards the Raptors. And I said that because even though this is more like the 2015-2016 team, they don't have the same depth that they used to because they put all that all that resource into KD. And they also don't have home court. I think that's going to be big because Toronto plays really well at home. <laughs> exactly. And this is the first, this is only the second time in the Steve Kerr era that they didn't have home court in a series. Last time they did it was last year when they went to game seven with the Rockets. So that's another reason why, like, you know, I'm, I might be leaning towards the, um, to the uh, Raptors, but I'm, I'm gonna stick with my original series prediction from preseason. I'll say Warriors. Warriors yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Warriors in seven, but I really hope I'm wrong. Shit, I'll, I really no, want no, no. the Raptors to win the series. I, I would be I, that would be no, no, the Raptors, that, like I'm hoping I'm really wrong. Like I don't care. Like I hope yeah. I'm wrong, and the Raptors. Can I just do it. can't see like the way that I mean. I'm thinking about the last time I saw Golden State play in that series, and they were just looking way too good. I mean, this is a completely different beast and a completely different team. So. Well, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting. I, I just hope Kawhi guards Curry. That's all I want to see. I want to see Kawhi guard Curry out, <laughs> and I hope he kind of locks him a little bit. Right. But if Kawhi can do this and pull this off, like you said, and rocking new bounces at the same time, yeah. <laughs> Yo. He's, he's, he's new bounces and braids. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's killing, man. Yo, yo, what are you doing for the weekend? Yeah, I don't got no plans. I mean, I got a game on Sunday night, but other than that, I was gonna say, um, thanks for on the app that I ordered the, the um the zone app. Uh, Anthony Joshua, find somebody. Oh, where? Yeah, so for me to come through, I got the app. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll hit you up. Now hit me up, man. Yo, and thanks a lot for coming on the pod. Of course, any time, fam. All right, my guy. Well, Take care.
All right. Special thanks to the homie shells. Thank you to anchor. And thank you guys for continuing to listen. And even those of you who are relatively new to this podcast. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe as the Mr. Vincent podcast is available on several platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter as well at Mr. Vincent 13. And you can also like my Facebook fan page as well. Um, these finals should be pretty interesting. Um, go Raptors, even though I did pick the Warriors to win in six. Go Raptors. You guys enjoy the game. Have a blessed weekend. Till next time. Take care. <laughs>